missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Factor Bullcrap Shaw. Apparently, June is National Fresh Fruit and Vegetables Month. Did you know that? Nope. Eat more fruit, eat more veggies. Makes sense. Things are ripening up. Factor Bullcrap. Vegetable names, British terms. Oh These are not necessarily our terms here in America. These are British terms. Okay. See what you know about the British terminology for fruits and vegetables. Number one, Shaw, Factor Bullcrap. In the UK, they say... Aubergine instead of eggplant. Is that fact or bullcrap? Aubergine instead of eggplant. A-U-B-E-R-G-I-N-E. Aubergine. Why not? Let's say fact. Hoo-ah! French word the Brits stole, and aubergine and eggplant are the same exact thing, Shaw. So you're one for one. You know your British stuff. Yeah, right. Fact or bullcrap on National Fresh Fruits and Vegetables Month. We're talking about the British terminology for fruits and veggies. In England, cilantro... Is called spring onion. Is that fact or bullcrap? I would say bullcrap on that. Hoo-ah! Cilantro is coriander in the UK. Spring onion is the term they use for scallions. scallions. Yeah, thought so. My wife and I differ greatly on onions. Do you have an onion problem in your house? No. My wife I hates onions. onions, but I love onions. Oh, I love onions too, yeah. So it kind of works in my favor where if I know there's something that I want to eat, I'll just sprinkle Put some onions, onions on it. And then she, she won't she, touch it? Yeah. Does me well. You. In uh, England, factor bullcrap here, veggies uh, and fruit, British terminology. In England, arugula is called rocket. Is that factor bullcrap? Rocket, you say. R-O-C-K-E-T, rocket. Rocket. Uh, boy, let's say fact. Hoo-ah! It comes from the Italian word roschetta and dates back to ancient Rome, Shaw. So you got uh, three for three now. How would uh, your girl say that? Roschetta. 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 Giada. Do you have all of her words down? No, not yet. I'm working on it. Okay. Factor bullcrap, a couple more. National Fresh Fruit and Vegetables Month. We're talking about the British terminology for fruits and veggies. In the UK, beets are called brats. Is that factor bullcrap? Brats. Um, I'll call bullcrap on that. They use the term beetroot instead of just plain old beets. Mm-hmm. You can finish up with 100% here. What the hell is going on? I thought you weren't going to get any right. I thought maybe you'd get them all wrong. Lucky guess. I'm, I'm shocked. Last one, Shaw. National Fresh Fruit and Vegetables Month. British terminology for fruits and vegetables. In England, rutabaga is called Swede. S-W-E-D-E. Is that fact or bullcrap? I have no idea, but let's say fact. Oh, my goodness. You're a genius. Swede, huh? The first recorded... No matter what you call it. The first recorded mention of it was in 1620 after a botanist saw it growing in Sweden, so people called it a Swedish turnip, which eventually got shortened to Swede. Swede. The word Swede means something completely different to me, Shaw. It does. It's a guy who's in the brig. Oh. Going to get out and kick Gunny Highway's ass. Okay. He's going to rip off Gunny Highway's neck and crap down his hole. Is this a movie reference? Yeah. Uh Heartbreak Ridge, Clint Eastwood. No, that's a good one. Wait till the Swede gets out of the brig. No? Just me? I remember the movie. Not the quote. He's going to rip off his head and dump in him. No? Just me? <laughs> yeah, just you. That movie's so quotable. There's so many great quotes from that movie. Heartbreak Ridge, Shaw. Come on now. Clint no, it's Eastwood. a good movie. I've seen it, but I just don't remember it quite in the detail that you do. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. 
What age did you start uh, turning into your father, Shaw? Boy, uh, you have to ask my wife that question, I suppose, but uh, I don't know, 30? 30? You're a little off there. Uh, It's actually 37, according to a recent survey about uh, men and when they start turning into their dad, saying things and doing things that their dad did, the age is 37. That's the average age, Shaw. 37. Yeah. New survey says the average guy starts turning into his dad around the age 37. More than two-thirds of men say they feel more like their dad every single year. (laughs) Pants get higher and higher. Is that the deal? You're going to pee in that can, and you're going to like it. That's right. I am the father. Top signs you're turning into your dad, Shaw. Okay. These are actually pretty accurate, and I and I always try to catch myself because I, I, for the lack of a better term, I hate my dad. I don't want to get into it too, too much, but uh, we do not get along. I haven't spoken to him in over 20 years, and uh, that'll continue for the rest of my life. But uh, I always catch myself doing things and saying things that he, mm-hmm. I remember vividly, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> the cycle of abuse, the circle of abuse. I can't get out of right. it. I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to take a left. Uh, number 10. These are the uh, top 10 signs that you're turning into your father. Uh, you finish the leftover food on everyone else's plates. <laughs> Did your dad do that? No. Hey, look at it. That steak's good. I cooked that steak. You're going to eat that. Oh, okay, I'll eat it. No, uh, I had to sit there until it was finished. That, same thing with me, except yeah. uh, my dad, when we had dinner time, uh, when he was done eating, that was the end of the meal. Okay. <laughs> so if I didn't get to the table and didn't get food in my belly before he was done, then it I didn't shows get anything. over? Yeah. Uh, I will say that I eat all the leftovers now, but that's just out of necessity because my wife doesn't really like leftovers. So that works out in my benefit. Uh, number nine on the uh, list of things that uh, signs that you're turning into your father. You don't like it when other people touch the thermostats. <laughs> my dad, drive my dad nuts. My wife and I don't uh, see eye to eye on the temperature in the house, but she knows better than to mess with the thermostat. Unless I'm going to be gone, you know, not around for a day or two, then she can adjust it accordingly. But she just leaves that up to me, which is probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, you love to mow the lawn at number eight. I wouldn't say I love I to mow it. I say love it. But, but there is a certain aspect of keeping up with the Joneses the in my neighborhood. there when you're done? I don't even know if it's satisfaction because our lawn still isn't all that great. It's still sort of like a lot of crabgrass and weeds and stuff like that. So I sort of I'm like, okay, cool. I mowed the crabgrass. <laughs> I guess it looks better now. But uh, it's more of a... Keeping up with the Joneses. You know what I mean, Shaw? Mm-hmm. Uh, mute commercials at number seven. I wouldn't say I mute them, but I turn them down. I do, too. They passed a law recently Supposedly. where the commercials aren't supposed to be louder than the volume yeah. of the movie or whatever it you're still watching. It is, though. But it seems like it still is. Uh, number six, you grunt when you get off the couch. Yeah, that's me. Slap your hands on your knees. Oh, <sighs> it's time to get up. Yep. A little stretch there every time Sounds as well. familiar. Okay. These are the top 10 signs you're turning into your father. A couple more. Number five on the list, you fall asleep on the couch while watching sports. There's sort of that aspect, right? Shaw, you might remember this. You tell your kids to, quote, ask their mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't have that problem in our house, but uh, obviously because we don't have kids. But there was a lot of that. You knew who to ask when you were young, too. Which one was going to say Depends on what you wanted, right? Like, I I wanted a dog, so I didn't go to my mom because my mom was terrified of dogs. Mm -hmm. I went to Ed, and Ed said, yeah, let's get a dog. Didn't last, though. Uh, you start telling dad jokes, number three, <laughs> on the list of uh, the top ten signs that you're turning into your father. Number two, you fix things instead of just replacing them. Right. Often with duct tape. Yeah, duct tape is certainly a must-have. Uh, you know, a wrench, a screwdriver, those kind of things. Important to be able to fix some stuff. Leaky faucet, right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. And uh, number one on the si- on the top ten signs that you're turning into your father. You want to take a stab at it? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. 
you start taking grilling very seriously. <laughs> like there's a marinade, there's right. a rub, you're yep. on websites. You're going to tell everybody spe- about it. you got a special t- pair of tongs. You're very you, proud of your they, work on they, the grill. Yeah, oh yeah, don't touch the grill. You know, you're using, uh, you know, indirect and direct heats. Mm-hmm. You've got... All sort, you got a pattern, you got a special I've place on the grill. Here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those kind of those kind of things. But no, uh, it goes no. on the other part of the grill, not there. Yeah, number one, you don't let anybody touch the grill right. either, right, Shaw? Not, absolutely not even not. to clean it. Even the worst job, which is cleaning the grill, yep. you don't let. That's my job. I that's my it. grill. I did that. I will clean it. But uh, there you go. The top ten signs you're turning into your father here on the morning sickness on ninety five seven The Rock. Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. You can have your choice of any candy you want, Shaw. What's your go? What's your go-to? Any candy I want. Anything you want. Um, I enjoy a good Butterfinger now and again. Yeah. Would that be your favorite? Uh, you know, it depends on the mood, I guess. Um, yeah, that's up there. Okay. But if it was on the table with every other candy out there, you would choose it over mm, everything else. Yeah, probably that, or maybe a Reese's uh, cup, peanut butter cup. Yeah, those are usually uh, well represented when we're talking about the favorite candy of every state favorite. in America. Gene. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, if not in a wrapper necessarily from, like, a store, but, like, a good turtle from, like, a, Ooh. you know, like a local, Fanatis. like, a, like Fanatis yeah. or the Pearl or whatever, yeah. or a sweet shop or something right. like that. I, yeah, these are mass This is more than mass-produced, mass yeah. yeah. But uh, June, by the way, is National Candy Month, Shaw, if you didn't know that. And uh, CandyStore.com shared some of their data on the most popular candy in every state based on sales numbers. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups did poorly, by the really? way. They are That's only number trend. one in seven states, by the way, hmm. which is I found interesting. I was surprised. Me, personally, I was surprised at Skittles and how popular Skittles were. You can go to the website. 95 oh, Skittles. The, very. You can go to the website, 957therock.com. Check out the Morning Sickness page if you want to read more about this article. But uh, number one in seven states for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Put them in third place. M&M's, number one, 13 states. So easy. And Skittles at number two in 10 states. And then Reese's Peanut Butter Cups uh, in seven states. Uh, for me, it's a Kit Kat. Kit Kat's only uh, number one in two different states, Shaw, which I found surprising. Here in the Midwest, M&M's in Wisconsin, Twix in Minnesota. Oof, I like me some Twix. Starburst in Iowa. Starburst. They say that all Starburst taste the same, but your brain tricks you into <laughs> thinking that they're different flavors. I don't know if I believe that. But. And uh, M&M's again in Illinois. But uh, Swedish Fish, by the way, uh, number one state uh, for them is K- uh, Kentucky. That's the only state they got. Milky Way, one state in New Hampshire, my home state. And then the, the classic Hershey Bar, only hmm. one state as well, Michigan. Huh. So there you go, some candy. in Pennsylvania where it's made. No. Uh, mm-hmm. The most popular candy in every state. You can check out the uh, full article. On the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. What's the uh, latest, Shaw? Well, I just one other note on the candy front there. I can advise you that a um, Skittles do not go well with a belly full of beer. Um, I think back to a moment in, in high school uh, when for, I was kind of a candy fiend at the time and uh, had been with some friends at, at a guy's house, and we were, I don't remember what we were drinking, but anyway. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Some of it had to come out, and uh, oh. I tasted the rainbow right onto a sidewalk, Ugh. and it left a stain for a good long time. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. A nice reminder of yeah. your failure as a man. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Just wow, wanted to put that out there. Interesting little uh, tidbit about Shaw that yeah. we didn't know. I try and stay away from Skittles now. At, at, at all costs? I mean, even if no, you're not no, drinking I can, I can go down that road again, but it's not my first choice by far. I don't dislike Skittles, but Ooh. I just, I don't. 
Man, they are number one in my house. Like, if we're having any kind of a movie night or mm-hmm. kids are having a party or, a bur- or whatever, it's a, the, the big giant, I mean, that is number one on the list to Give pick up. Give me some chocolatey. Kit Kat, number one for me. All the time, Kit Kat. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. You're not a Starbucks guy, are you, Shaw? You don't even barely drink coffee. No, I have a cup in the morning, but that's it. No, I don't go to Starbucks. And I'm amazed every time I go by there at 3 in the afternoon and there's a dozen cars in line to pay 9 bucks for a cup of coffee. I feel the same way about Mocha, the one down, and mostly just because i got to go buy it every time, but the, mm. the, the line of cars. And that's not to say that they don't have a good product. I'm just saying I'm amazed by the line of cars and how long it is at like two, three, four in the right. afternoon. Who drinks coffee that time? Th- of day, that's when know. you need that one, that ice oh. one. That's oh, when you that's need when it, Shaw. That's when I'm taking a nap. But uh, here are some signs that you're at a bad Starbucks show. <laughs> okay. They announced that they're going to close 400 locations now that people's habits have changed because of the pandemic. And uh, here are some signs that you might be at a bad Starbucks might be one of the ones that are going to close, Shaw. Okay. Uh, the barista keeps the cro- uh, croissant tongs in his pants. Oh, no. That's not where they go. <laughs> a croissant. In your pants. Yeah. Not, that's not where you put those. Uh, the line reaches all the way to the Starbucks next door. <laughs> that one across Good the street. One. Which line am I in? I remember vividly when I grew up in Nashua, New Hampshire, there were two McDonald's on either side of the street because there was a divider in the middle, so mm-hmm. you couldn't you just couldn't take get around route. to that one. Yeah, so they just said, F it, we'll have a McDonald's on either uh, side of the it's road. It's like Quick Trip. Right, <laughs> kind of. Top signs are at a bad Starbucks, Shaw. Uh, they won't let you use their Wi-Fi to write terrible screenplays. <laughs> oh, come on, man. How am I going to be a movie director? When you ask Producer. for a blonde roast, employees say mean things about Reese Witherspoon. Uh, that's actually funny, though. <laughs> that's funny. I have checked. Top signs are at a bad Starbucks here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Instead of a name to identify your order, baristas ask for pubic hair. What? Huh? 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 No. Mm-mm. Instead of a code to use the bathroom, you have to answer a troll's riddle. You have to answer three questions. <laughs> What's your favorite? What is your favorite? Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Top signs are at a bad Starbucks here on the morning sickness. The vanilla drizzle on your Frappuccino looks a lot. Uh, well, uh, it doesn't look like vanilla drizzle. Let's uh, just leave it at that, Shaw. Uh, the name on your cup is spelled correctly. <laughs> so they got this can't be right. real. Yeah, this can't be. I'm in a, you, I'm in a utopian society here. What the hell's going on? Top signs are at a bad Starbucks. few more. Uh, the Christmas cups don't say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. They just say Hail Satan. Oh, okay. Going all in on the Satan thing. Uh, anyone can use their bathrooms as long as they consent to be videotaped. <laughs> That's disgusting. We're watching you. Top signs, you're in a bad Starbucks here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. They've switched their soundtrack from light rock to death metal. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That'd be all right. How would you like some Cannibal Corpse to go along mm. with your venti chai latte mm-hmm. mocha frappa? Mm-hmm. Half sweet. Ugh. The jar of stirs is overflowing with used Band-Aids. <laughs> Gives it that little extra something, Shaw. When you ask where the napkins are, the guy in front of you points them out with his erection. <laughs> or over there. Right but- over here. And last but not least, Shaw, the top sign you're at a bad Starbucks. There is no stampede of moms in yoga pants on the first day of pumpkin mm. spice lattes. <laughs> they might move that thing up. That might start in July. You might year. need that a little early. You know what, I mean? what, what difference I, does it make? People get so excited about that pumpkin spice season and it might just uh-huh. try and bring a little happiness. You were just talking about you know happiness, what? Shaw. It might just be. Bring it just now. Right. We need it. I don't need it. Oof. Did, Brit- did Brittany put up her Christmas tree yet? Because then we'll know she that things are down. Really- okay. She had three of them, right? I, Didn't she have three in her new house? That's when we'll know things are really yeah. Well, well she's, when the seasons change. <laughs> she's been at home the whole time. That's so what she, I mean. She's safe. Like, she doesn't have to decorated? worry. And she's got her dog, and she's good. She's got her Christmas trees up. 
case there's any Wi-Fi problems, the husband's there to fix it nice. for her. She's got an enge- a built-in engineer. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Wow. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. Stick it up the butt. We're all getting older, Shaw. Day at a time. I know I was up at maximum load fireworks yesterday. No, how out. was that little boot? How was it? It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> oh my feeding a baby goat I saw there? Uh, it's a lamb. I'm oh, sorry. It's oh, a lamb shot. So Get it right. Cute. That thing when I got there, I got was out of the truck. Oh yeah, it just wouldn't stop. And I found out why shortly after because it was hungry and then I got the bottle feed it. And oh. it was, that thing knew exactly what that bottle was. <laughs> and uh boy oh boy. But uh, I had a great time up there with Bert. And uh, did you buy fireworks? I did not. We're we're waiting to talk. A couple to more a, weeks. The, or something. Well, we're waiting to talk to the in laws, see what they want to do. Okay. Usually, we have a little show out there in Barry Mills, and we want to kind of make sure that that's going to happen before we splurge. But uh, boy, oh boy, they got some great stuff up there, Shaw, yeah. including the petting zoo. And uh, Bert actually made a comment about my age because uh, I've got some white hair in my beard. He's like, I've never seen your beard. I'm like, yeah, I kind of grew it out. He's like, got a lot of white hair. I'm like, yeah. He's I'm like, old. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And, and, you know, and I said, I'm, you know, I'm no spring chicken. And I told him I was 44 and he laughed because he's in his 50s. But uh, a survey of old people, people are getting older, mm-hmm. people over 50, which apparently is considered old now, uh, asking them to name the best things about getting older. There's a lot of things about getting older that's not fun, Shaw. Yeah, true enough. You sleep the wrong way. You wake up and you got to take Advil. You've got a, a favorite side of the sink that you use when you have a double sink. You've got a favorite burner on the stove. Those things are important to you now. You've got a favorite piece of Tupperware. <laughs> things that you didn't realize were going to be uh, yeah. things that you cared about as you were younger. But uh, here are some of the best things about getting older, Sean. Okay. According to a recent survey of over 2,000 people. More life experience. Yep. You know, you look at the, the damn young whippersnappers. They don't know anything, and uh, they haven't lived enough. They don't have a mortgage. How could you understand what real problems are? Uh, obviously, wiser, able to make better decisions when you have more life experience. And that's not just saying you you know, you know have a house or you pay your bills. That's more like, I've gone places. I've seen things. I've experienced I've been around, you know? Yeah. Uh, number two, being comfortable in your own skin. At some point, you just say, all right, this yeah, is it. This is who I am. This is who I am. I'm going to have a dad bod. I'm going to be fat. I'm going to have psoriasis. I'm going to have ugly toes. I'm just, this is it. <laughs> I'm done caring about that stuff. I'm no not gonna, apologies. But obviously, in this day and age, Shaw, you can spend a lot of money and, and continue to look young. You don't have to age true, gracefully true. anymore. That's your thing. Uh, having a greater sense of gratitude for little things in life. I'd say that's true, yeah. Uh, finding, Especially you know, these days. Well, yeah, finding happiness in a sunny, warm day or maybe a afternoon nap or a good book or a nice meal as opposed to like a big, huge life event. Uh, looking for those things to come down the pipeline is something small. Number four on the list of the five things about getting older that are great. Uh, more independence and freedom. Yeah. Obviously, if you've got some financial uh, stability, it might be a little bit easier to experience some of that stuff, Shaw. But uh you know, not having those things wait, you know, school and, and mortgages and bills and getting older and finding that you've got some more time to experience things that you like. And uh, last but not least, on the five best things about getting older, you learn to let things go. Yes. Yeah. And that one, boy, oh, boy, it takes yeah. a while. That was hard, especially as a, as a young parent. Well, so many things mm-hmm. can upset you and throw off the balance of... You just have to know which battles are worth fighting and which aren't. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you figure out what's really important. Don't sweat the small stuff is what they say, Shaw. But uh, there you go. A survey of over 2,000 people over the age of 50 asking them to name the best things about getting older. And that is uh, the top five. Yeah. There's just five things that are good about getting older. <laughs> the rest of them are terrible.
I didn't. I those small stupid things though. The favorite burner on the stove is just one. Yeah, that, that's a true thing. Well, there's a meme. Well, yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. And then I think about it. I'm like, damn it! I do have a favorite burner on the freaking. <laughs> what is wrong with me? What is wrong with my life? That's How? not that we. I think that's that doesn't no, have anything to do with age though, don't you think? Like, yeah, no, just, it does because when I was a kid, whatever, I just put it on the stove and cook it. I didn't care. But now you've got this one burner, and it's like, yeah, that one rocks. I got this that, that, every well, time. Well, it's the one that's closest to the count where you're working that has the small and large uh, burner option. So. I don't think so. I think it's just more about just a a weird sort of intuition that that one's going to give me what I need. That's how I feel about it. I have a favorite pair of tongs. Yeah. I think that's just if you're spending time. I don't see that as necessarily an age thing, but whatever. Didn't I have mean, a if favorite you're, pair of tongs when I was a teenager. Well, of course not. <laughs> you're not cooking. What were you cooking with tongs when you were a teenager? I was in kitchens, but now I've got this pair and I really like them and think about them. Wonder what they're doing. Okay. Are they thinking about Stop. me? <laughs> <laughs> not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Right now, some unpopular opinions, Shaw. I wrote an article about this for the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. BuzzFeed does this all the time. Okay. Just random questions. Do you agree or disagree with statements? And uh, nothing earth-shattering here, but okay. uh, I agree with this one. Cold weather is better than warm weather. There are only 37% of people Yeah, I was going to say I don't, but... Yep. Most people obviously agree that warm weather uh, is better than cold weather, but me, I just... Give me the give me the cooler temperature, Shaw. I'm all about mm-hmm. that. You like the, the summer, I'm assuming. I prefer the warmth, yeah. Uh, number two on their list, and they got a whole bunch of these. We're just kind of randomly going through it, but... Look at this photograph! <laughs> what? <laughs> the statement is, Nickelback is actually a pretty good band. <laughs> agree or disagree? I agree. 48% of people agree, 52, so it's pretty, pretty much split. split down the middle. But, yeah, I, I don't like them particularly. I don't really care about them all that much, but I, I I can understand why people don't like them. I just don't. There's some sort of internet movement with them that just happened, and a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll ever make it, uh, make it back, Shaw, but Nickelback, apparently most people split down the middle on whether or not they're good bands. Uh, tomatoes are bad and ruin sandwiches. Agree or disagree, Shaw? I disagree. I disagree as well. I disagree as well. 35% of people agree with that statement. Uh, I think in a BLT or, you know, some other kind of meat sandwich, you know, you get a roast beef or a turkey or something Anything. like that. And yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not in a pen- peanut butter and jelly. Don't put that in a <laughs> Well, there's some limits, yeah. But, uh, yeah, tomatoes are bad and ruined sandwiches. Only 35% of people agree with that statement. Uh, again, these are some unpopular opinions and whether or not you agree with them. Putting a period, I didn't even know this was a thing. Putting a period at the end of a text makes it seem more aggressive. Really? At the end of di- a text? Agree or disagree? I would never I, do I never that. I thought of that. I don't know if it's more aggressive. I it's- just... Kind of split down the middle. They say 51% of people agree with that statement. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Me either. That putting a period was an aggressive move. Is proper spelling and punctuation a thing? No, not a thing. We, we're not allowed to do that. Orange juice is better with pulp. Agree or disagree? Disagree. disagree. Yeah. Strongly. Yeah, we're definitely in the, in the majority there. Unless it's there. fresh squeezed. 41% of people agree that orange juice uh, is better with pulp, so that means the majority of people agree that... Uh, it's better without. Better without. Making the bed is a pointless chore. Disagree. Again, almost split down the middle, Shaw. 48% of people agree that making the bed is a pointless chore. I'll occasionally move the sheets around a little bit to make it look 
somewhat decent, but then I'm like, why am I doing this? It's just me and my wife, right. and I'm getting back in there anyways. This one is interesting. The show Friends is overrated. Agree or disagree, Shaw? I, well, I personally agree. I agree as well. I have yet to ever watch a full entire episode. I disagree. It's a good show. 37% of people agree that it is overrated, so the majority of people think it's fine, but... Uh, you can see more of these questions in the article that I wrote on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. A lot of random uh, stupid statements and whether you agree with them or not. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Is it 50 every, bucks? It is 50 bucks, Shaw. 50 Fitty, coming handy. Mm-hmm. 50 bucks of my morning show money, courtesy of GECU, the friendly credit union, with your killing me, Shaws. 608-784-0957 is the number for the five-star telecom rock line. Who's this? My name is Mark. Mark. All right, Mark. Are you familiar with how this game is played? Absolutely. All right, Mark. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? You know what? I got a little faith in Shaw today. I'm going to say he's going to know it. You're going with yes. All right. If you're right, 50 bucks of my morning show money, Mark. Sounds good. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Got faith in the Shaw. Yeah, that's good. Usually that's not a good idea. Oh. We'll find out. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I'll I. be honest with you today. I don't know how you're going to fare. Okay. So we'll see. Listen closely, though. Here is the movie quote. You always wanted to fly, Kent. Now's your chance. <laughs> Catch all that? Uh, no. You want to hear it again? Please. All right, listen closely, Shaw. You always wanted to fly, Ken. Now's your chance. You know what he said? Yeah, you always wanted to fly, kid. Now's your chance. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like he said. You want to hear it again? Yeah, maybe I better. You always wanted to fly, Ken. Now's your chance. You want to hear it again? No. I don't think it'll help. <laughs> I'm at the point now. now, if, you, if, you, now right. if you get this right, if you pull this magic rabbit out of your hat, right. Mark gets 50 bucks of my morning show money for having faith in you. If not, we'll add 10 bucks. It'll be $60 next Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to guess. Uh, the first thing that comes into my mind is Buzz Lightyear, so I'll say Toy Story. Oh, man. So very wrong, Shaw. Probably. It was not the first, it was not the second, but it was the third Superman movie, which oh. hit theaters on this day 37 years ago in 1983, starring Christopher Reeves and the very funny Richard Pryor. Oh, that's right. I remember he was in that. The one where he got recruited by the bad guys to create a computer to do battle with Superman, mm-hmm. and uh, Superman became bad and then had to fight himself in a, in a right. like garbage compactor, and... Uh, that was, uh, of course, Christopher Reeve saying, you always wanted to fly, Kent. Oh, Kent. I thought he said kid. Here's your chance. No, he says Kent. Oh, not okay. Ke- you want to hear it one more time? Shall I listen no. closely? All right. You always wanted to fly, Kent. Now's your chance. Uh, Now's your chance. Remember he got all dirty and then he kind of like had a scruffy five o'clock shadow. He was drinking uh, booze in that bar <laughs> and flicking peanuts into the bo- uh, bottles and... Superman, it's me, Ricky. You can hear me. He's got super hearing. Come on, Superman. You're just going through a slump. You just need a slump buster, Superman. Shut up, Ricky. I'm just trying to get drunk over here. Get out of here. You're not my kid. Leave me alone, Ricky. Go back to Smallville, you SOB. 
That kid was so annoying. Superman, you're just having a bad day, Superman. If you just smile and think of unicorns, you'll be okay. Shut up, Ricky. He's just trying to cheer him up. And he had to go to a dump to escape Ricky. He had to mm. get out of Ricky's way, go to a friggin' dump. Fight you, himself. You remember that very well. Oh, yeah. He threw the tires around him. Remember that? Don't you remember? He threw the tire, and then he busted no, out of the tires. He went into the trash compactor, then he blew it up. Yeah. You don't remember any of that? Uh, no. Man. How many years ago did you say this movie? 37 years ago. Yeah, well, maybe that's why I don't remember. Superman 3. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Well, we were talking about Gene's husband uh, potentially having to go on a, a family trip, and uh, Mark caught the tail end of that and was very concerned and sent me a message what? on Facebook. Well, you you had said yeah. six airports. airports. He said, what did I miss? Six airports involved with what? And he was concerned that there oh, was no, a major no, no, no. outbreak. I'm, and I said, no, Gene's husband was going to have contact with six different uh, airports during his trip, and they they decided to, to not do that because of this. Our niece is getting married, and, and, and it we're, we're, require him going through six, well three on the way there and three on the way back so not different airports but still different days different times different people different travelers different yeah. planes i mean well, it was all those you know it was different a lot. connections mark also said on a different note i would hang myself by my nuts before i'd ever make that many connections <laughs> well that <laughs> it was a lot awful. of changeovers it yeah. was i mean it was a lot of stress but He's not going. I have no plans to fly maybe ever again, Shaw. I just, I'd never really liked the process of it. And I've said that for years now. And obviously with this whole thing and being in a tube full of sick people, just not my jam. Mm -hmm. But here are some top signs. You're in for a long flight. Okay. Mm. If you're going to be getting on an airplane, a big old jet airliner, Shaw. The guy next to you is trying to light his shoe. (laughs) That's not good, Shaw. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, I don't want that. The shoe thing, right? Hidden compartments in the shoes. Top signs are in for a long flight. You're seated in between someone in a MAGA hat and an Antifa mask. Antifa? Is it Antifa? Antifa. Antifa. Is that the proper? Oh, I don't want to piss off the Antifa people. Uh, The four-year-old behind you won't stop kicking. The four-year-old in front of you won't stop farting. (laughs) Just wedged in a couple of, Mm. in between a couple of Jeffrey, 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 Jeffrey. (laughs) Top signs are in for a long flight here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The in-flight movies only star Nicolas Cage, Rob Schneider, (laughs) or Nicolas Cage and Rob Schneider. Oh, Oh, man. A buddy cop comedy, right? Oh, I'm good with that one. Uh, Top signs are in for a long flight. You just found a squirrel paw in your peanuts. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not good. Monkey paw, maybe? Monkey sure. Paw. Squirrel paw, not so much. Oh, if you start singing Pat McCurdy, come on. I wish I had a monkey paw. That's tomorrow night. Oh, Be boy. watching that after the golf tourney. Uh, uh, the in-flight music is free, but the earbuds are $8,000. Right. <laughs> right? Isn't that how it works? Yeah, I feel like to. that, though. Yeah. Last time we flew, I didn't have any. We had to buy. I, I wanted some, and we bought them at one of the stores in the airport. Yeah, yeah they're like a million expensive. dollars. Yeah, yeah. Top signs are in for a long flight here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. When you look to the left, you see your wife, and when you look to your right, you see your child. <laughs> okay. That makes for a long flight. I'm always around. <laughs> Why are they always Can't here? Can't go anywhere. Can't get away from you. You've been listening to the guy next to you ramble on about his fantasy football team for two hours, and you're still on the tarmac. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Haven't we left yet? That is going to be a long flight. Yeah, so what I did was I drafted this guy first, uh, and then I put a couple of guys on the back burner, and now I'm going to make a trade midseason. And I got the I got a bunch of little booklets here in my carry-on I could show you if you'd like to see what my strategy is. Mm. I've got a seven-keeper. Uh, like, What are you talking about? Stop talking to me. 
Top signs are in for a long flight here on the morning sickness. They inform you that in order to save money, they bought seats that can't be used as a flotation device. <laughs> in case of an emergency, your seat can Desync. be used. <laughs> Real fast. Let's get to the end of the emergency before we worry about what's floating and what's not. All right? Let's get through the emergency. Then we'll see if anything's floating. Uh, these are some of the top signs that you're in for a long flight, Shaw. You're sitting next to the My Pillow guy, and he's pounding Red Bulls. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. That would not be good. He's kind of excitable, right? Isn't that his deal? Yeah, oh yeah. Top signs you're in for a long flight here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. A couple more, Shaw. Uh, they keep bragging that the plane was built with the latest safety technology and all of Uzbekistan. <laughs> Uzbeki Becky Stan Stan, wasn't that? Yeah. Who's that that did that? Uh... uh he was running for president, right? Was it Ben Carson? Ben, no, no. no. Uh, oh, Herman. Uh, Herman uh, Kane. Yeah. Right? Herman Kane. Yeah. He Becky, called Wolf Becky, Blitz. Becky, and, Becky, listen, Becky. Blitz. He kept calling him Blitz. Uh, last but not least, uh, top signs are in for a long, long flight, flight here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Samuel L. Jackson is in your row and you hear a faint hissing sound from underneath your seat. I have had it with these mother <laughs> snakes on this mother. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. I uh, I have some good news, Gene. What's this? I saw this yesterday, and I wrote an article about it for the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, but DVDs, I'm sure you have a ton of them in your house. Maybe you've watched more than mm-hmm. you normally do because of the pandemic. Maybe you're not finding what you're looking for in a streaming service, but obviously people are using Netflix and Hulu and Prime and all these other streaming services quite a bit over the last three or four months. But DVDs are still a thing. And now what they're doing is they're juicing them up with all sorts of freebies and goodies and extra swag that you can't get anywhere else. A lot of them are called Steelbooks, and they come in these really cool metal collector's cases. Okay. There's been one for Friday the 13th, 40th anniversary of the original release. Also, there was one for Braveheart recently and a bunch of other movies. Well, the next one, the new one, is Beetlejuice, one of my all-time favorite movies. Celebrating an anniversary, and they are releasing a Beetlejuice Steelbook, which includes, obviously, the 4K Ultra HD uh, DVD. You've also got a whole bunch of other stuff in there, like a Beetlejuice poster, some collectible chalk so you can draw your own door in your basement. Maybe give it three knocks. And There's also a glow-in-the-dark embroidered patch and a bunch of other stuff as well. And it's only $49.99 right now if you want to pre-order it on Amazon.com. But you can find that article on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to pre-order the Beetlejuice Steelbook 4K Ultra. Definitely going to get one of those for myself. Yeah, I got an anniversary uh, edition of the Christmas Story Steelbook a few years ago, and it came with, like, cookie cutters. and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I it remember came with, that. like, a mini leg lamp uh, ornament for your Christmas tree and also a Christmas Story apron. So... More info again on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, though, if you're interested in finding that Beetlejuice Steelbook DVD box set. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness. More, more, more. Summer, 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 summertime, Shaw. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, what, the 21st of June, right? This is the official uh, start of summer? Is that the solstice? It's actually the 20th, Saturday. Oh, so Saturday is the official first day of summer. Correct. And then Sunday is Father's Day. That is true. And uh, the, a new survey asked families the things they're going to do this summer to stay socially distant <laughs> and also to limit screen time. These are screen-free activities, Shaw. No phones, no tablets, no TVs, no theaters, no nothing. 
Uh, number one on the list. You want to take a stab at it? Uh, camping. Close. Gene? Putting in a pool in your backyard? <laughs> <laughs> I think that happened in spring. That's not a okay, summer move. All right. You got to have it in there for Campfire? the summer. Campfire? Uh, nope. But uh, number one on the list of the uh, most popular things families are going to do to stay socially distant and uh, avoid screen time is board games. Hmm. Plenty of board games out there. Most Mm -hmm. people have like a closet shelf full of them. Haven't been touched in years. Just in case somebody comes over or the power goes out (laughs) uh, and you got to play Monopoly or Risk or Mm -hmm. Sorry or... Well, that doesn't necessarily say summer to me. That's just, that is a thing, but you could do that in the winter. Summer camping in the backyard is number go. two. There yeah, you go. camping in the backyard, maybe look a at little, the stars. Yep, put the tent up back there. Maybe uh, campfire, s'mores, do a little picnicy thing back there. Sounds good. Uh, number three on the list of the uh, ten popular things that families are planning on doing this summer that are socially distant and screen free: uh, making arts and crafts. And there's no shortage of things you can find on the Pinterest or the Etsy or whatever website you want to go to. Uh, do fun little arts and crafts. Obviously, if you have kids, that's very important. I don't know if my wife and I are going to go back there and Not make... going to go crafting. Crafting in the backyard a thing. I don't think it's going to be a thing for us. Uh, the power's on? All right, we'll be inside watching TV. All right, that's what we'll be doing. Uh, books, reading books, uh, number four. Certainly uh, no shortage of books to read. Plenty of... My wife's in a couple of online groups about books. One of them's like a trashy novel thing, and she's reading something with a guy with no shirt on on the cover. And, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. One of, one of those things. Uh, building blanket and pillow forts. Haven't done that in a while. Again, I don't know if you and Mary would be the prime candidates <laughs> uh, for something not. like that, but you never know. Maybe you could have uh, Fort Shaw in the there basement. You, you guys could uh, maybe do a little role playing. Uh, okay. You could play Jack and Diane. Little ditty about <laughs> Shaw and Diane. <laughs> Living in a little fort, you know, in your basement. Right. Uh, making breakfast as a family as opposed to, uh, you know, just everybody doing their own thing. Pour maybe get together. And- yeah, well, or maybe have an actual breakfast. Dad's making you know. pancakes today. No, I think as a family, everybody does something. You know, okay, you're mm-hmm. going to cook the bacon. Mm-hmm. You're going to cook the potatoes. You're going to do the eggs. You're going to do the OJ and whatnot. But uh, this one's important, obviously. Teaching the kids a new skill. You got time on your hands. Want to teach a kid something? How to change Here's your oil? How you cut the grass, son. Yeah. <laughs> Here's how you trim the tree because of the emerald ash borer. Uh, number eight on the list of the uh, ten socially distant, screen-free activities families are going to do this summer: making a home movie theater, which obviously involves a screen, but outside. We talked doing, about that yesterday. Yeah, doing uh, some sort of outdoor movie screen thing. Uh, you know, there's tons of drive-ins that are seeing a resurgence right now, Shaw, because of the coronavirus, yep. and uh, you can maybe make your own for your backyard. Plus, uh, you can get really affordable, like, uh, projectors online right now. You can get, like, these mini projectors. It doesn't have to be, like, a $1,000 job that uh-uh. uh, that you got to buy from a the special website. Were good. But, yeah, you can, and you can, you know, and they're sufficient enough. Also, uh, playing with water guns. <laughs> Maybe the hose. Always a good time. And uh, number 10, I don't know how this made the list, but uh, number 10 on the list of the 10 socially distant screen-free activities families will do this summer, eating popsicles, so... Which I, that's an activity that takes like five minutes. <laughs> that's now, not an activity. That's what? just that's eating. Now what the hell am I going to do? All right, this activity. Check this one off. All right, lunch. <laughs> I'll we do that one we first. had lunch. I'll start with that one. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the morning sickness podcast. Go but let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. What's missing in this photo? It's just me, without 
my bike. <laughs> this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen, Shaw. Yeah? What is this? Roosevelt's Big Adventure. A family during the quarantine recreated a low-budget Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> It's four, it's 49 minutes. I wrote an article for the Morning Sickness page Great. at 957therock.com if you want to check it out. But So they took their kid. They decked him out like Pee-wee Herman. You, you know the movie. His bike gets yes. stolen. He tries he to the track. suit. Yeah, he he's a- got the suit. He's uh, trying to thumb it to try and get his way to Hollywood, California to find his bike. And uh, he obviously, it's just, it's it's really cool. And uh, you, if you got time today or you're looking for something to do maybe later on tonight, it's only about 49 minutes long. And uh, you can find it on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But it's called Roosevelt's Big Adventure, a family recreating a low-budget Pee-wee's Big Adventure from way back in the day. Where's the basement? Excuse me? Aren't we going to see the basement? <laughs> There's no basement at the Alamo. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. So many great quotes from that Mm -hmm. movie, Shaw. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And Mm -hmm. the kid does him justice. I will say that. It's so so well done that Pee-wee even took a a notice of it himself and wrote a blog about it on Pee-wee's own website, uh, which I thought was pretty cool, recognizing the talent that that kid's got. Aging Mr. Herman. (laughs) Mr. Herman, you have a, a telephone, telephone call, call at, at the front, front desk. desk. I'm a loner, Dottie. A rebel. rebel. <laughs> Pretty cool, though, Shaw. If you get a chance and you're looking for something to do, kill That's about awesome. an hour took time. Some doing. Yeah, check it out. A, a scene-by-scene remake, a, a recreation, a low-budget version of Pee-wee's Big Adventure called Roosevelt's Big Adventure. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. Better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Apparently, this guy's getaway strategy was hope the police get bored. (laughs) Cops in Eugene, Oregon, got a call around 3 in the morning about a man named Brandon Lee Jackson who had allegedly attacked and robbed a man in a 7-Eleven parking lot. When the cops eventually tracked Brandon down, he had climbed up to the top of a very tall railroad crossing sign and was just perched up there <laughs> while completely naked. Oh. And he wasn't moving. Ooh. He was a owling. They call that owling. Shows. That's an owl? It was yeah, remember than, that? Yeah. I do. More was than, it naked, though? He was naked. Naked yeah. owling. It was more than 12 hours before the man finally climbed down the pole, and then he tried Oof. to make a run, run for it. He'd got to be pretty sore being up there. A police dog got to him first. Oh, man. Uh, the cops quickly caught up to him and arrested him on several charges. Well, you know what sucks get worse than uh, getting bit by a police dog? What? Getting bit by a police dog when you're butt ass naked. naked. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's no Careful. no clothing to break the, right. the bite there at all. I mean it's getting nothing but skin. And we've we've had a story like this before, which is amazing to me that this has happened more than once. But a sixty two year old woman in Indiana is now facing a felony count of animal cruelty after she tried to neuter her own dog. Kimberly Oldham told police she didn't have the money to pay a vet to do it. Oh, my God! And a neighbor advised her how to do it by herself. Oh, that sounds like some real genius stuff mm-hmm. going on over there. Doctors later performed a proper neutering uh, on the dog and were able to save its life. Did they give the dog to someone else, a more responsible owner? No kidding. Owner? Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure she's going to be allowed to keep the dog. At-home neutering is yeah. not a thing. At-home, most things. Well, if you're like... Where there's an expert involved. Well, like, an at-home haircut. If you're a, if you're yeah, a farmer, okay. you know what I mean? Or if you're someone that does that, you know what I mean? Like, for, you know, on your farm and you do well, that... Or has experience with animals. Right, is right. that what you're trying to say? Yeah, not just like, I, hey, I ask my I neighbor... Ask neighbor. I ask my neighbor, I Google Steve. It. I watched a YouTube video. Yeah, and Steve told me, here's what you do. Well, at-home dentistry, at-home Botox time. shots, at-home, you know, like, any of that, like... Probably butt not injections. Mm-hmm. 
Shaw goes right for the butt. Look at him. Mm-hmm. Such, oh, an Shaw. Ass, such an ass man. Look at him just... <laughs> We're rattling off a million different things, and Shaw exactly. comes up. Right butt injections. Butt. <laughs> Did you guys say butt injections? Because that's what I was thinking. Ask me, ask me out of people getting cement mixer in their butts at home. Butt injections. I don't know if you heard me the first time. Butt. <laughs> I prefer the, you know, lower region, Shaw. Right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about dentistry and farm mm-hmm. animals. But I got to make sure I, everybody hears me say butt injections. Just so there's it's no thing. Yeah. Just so there's no mystery. Right. There's no enigma over here. Everybody knows. But right for the butt. This guy. Unstoppable force over there. Just in cap, the butt, Bob. Captain Butt Bob. <laughs> you know, I got that somewhere. If I give me a second, I can find that. You could? Oh yeah. I think I got that. Well, somewhere. I know that you're an ass man, Shaw. You've admitted that before on this Yeah, that you like booty. Mm-hmm. More than the, the Well, let's see what we got here. I got ass man. I got Gene saying something about butts. Because that's local night. That's butt bandits, tug, butt porcupine. Bandits? <laughs> I stumbled a little bit. Remember butt, when we used to have live music? Butt bandits. <laughs> right. What's live music? <laughs> that's what I thought of when I heard that clip. Oh, oh. I think I have Shaw saying stick it up the butt somewhere. Let me see if I got that. What? What? Yeah. Remember he said that years ago? I got it somewhere. Stick it up the butt. I don't remember. No. That. I got to find that. That be up the butt, Bob? Yeah, he, he did say this, though. Should get a good look at it. Yeah, get a good look at that butt, right, Shaw? <laughs> he also said this one. A 35-second shot cock. Oh, I what do remember of, that. What kind of cock Again, when there was sports, Shaw. Yeah. I don't have to utter those shot words clock. these days. I do, have, I do have Shaw say something about butt. Don't burn your ass, though. Oh. Mm. Boy, I don't remember that. Wow, Shaw. <laughs> Careful. The one with the Pampers Jablomi thing or whatever, right? Oh, man. I, I have a 9 o'clock meeting with him, Brian. You're making this. All of a sudden. I love the, I got to get that. I got you saying stick it up the butt somewhere. I got to find that. I'll get that for tomorrow. Great. Look forward to it. I'm sure you will. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957 The Rock app.